bruce willis was dead the whole time there were two killers luke that's your daddy the robot did it snake was a good guy he really wasn't cheating they was in purgatory the whole time what everybody dies verbal kent is kind of so safe they killed old yellow oh my god everybody in this Tyler Perry movie got AIDS spoiled movie reviews hey what's going on everybody welcome to another episode of spoiled movie reviews on the blackout tips premium podcast network i'm your host rod joined as most of the time by my co-host karen and we're here to talk about movies you've seen don't ever plan on seeing or you just uh don't care about us spoiling because we spoiled the movie and today's movie is 007 no time to die the last ride for daniel craig in the james bond series we're gonna talk about this movie and review it and we're also going to talk about your comments on the last few reviews that we released uh and you know how we do we'll score from zero to five and uh the uh and, and give you the breakdown um so uh the, this movie no time to die directed by carrie joji fukunaka um and it is the plot is james bond has left active service his piece is short-lived when felix Leiter, an old friend from the cia shows up asking for help leading bond onto the trail of a mystery villain armed with a dangerous new technology uh stars daniel craig as james bond anna de armos as paloma Rami Malik as Lyutsifer Safin, uh, Leah Sedot as Madeline, uh, Natasha Lynch as Nomi, uh, and then of course, you know, the rest of the crew, Naomi Harris, Ralph Fiennes, and, uh, Ben Whishaw return, um, Jeffrey Wright returns, uh, even Christoph Waltz as Blowfield. It's a big sitting off for this character. Let's talk about what we liked, then what we didn't like, and then we scored. Karen, give me something you liked about this movie. I- enjoyed the action in this movie i think the action in it was good uh, i think the action in it was if i'm not remembering was better than the previous james bond like they was like we're going what i love about james bond just ridiculous blowing up shit over the top shit mm-hmm. car chases like this is what i enjoy about james bond and i know some of the ones in the past that kind of got away from that and wanted to mm-hmm. quote unquote tell your story and not turn funny i actually didn't care and it actually drug a lot some of the other ones out longer mm-hmm. than they should have been because of that from in my opinion yeah from my understanding i believe this is like his fourth or fifth film i think you had casino royale quantum of solace specter and then this film so maybe his fourth film or something like that mm-hmm. um uh and so action wise i wouldn't say it's his best action but it is better to me than uh did i say skyfall no okay skyfall is the one i really just didn't like Mm -hmm. that much um the other ones range from good to great right but for and i know a lot of people like skyfall because it 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 really undoes the bond myth and and 
and pathos and it and, and the other movies are more straight up james bond cool action right. so i get why people would be like you know uh yeah, don't, yeah. Don't, that's the one for me that while i'm going this is not that does that's the opposite of what i want so right um yeah i i ended up liking uh liking uh the action in this as well um uh, but we'll get to you know i wouldn't rate it as the high as he's done Mm-mm. um like i think um the first joint he casino royale to me had the best action the parkour yes is is because i remember when they did the commercials for mm. that the promotion for that was just so over the top and you was like oh this is going to be action and they actually they delivered it it was like all the gadgets and all that shit was literally just to get you to the next action scene mm. or whatever the thing was and i'm like you that's why i'm here and i could see other people liking skyfall but to me that was boring because i was like i I didn't come for that right um so uh yeah i'm with the action in this a thing i will add for likes for me um just the sort of balls at the end of this to just kill james bond um i don't think they like this new direction they've taken with the bond movies of making a complete narrative that doesn't like start over every film that isn't just him fucking as many women as he can um that kind of humanizes him in this weird way because it's obviously this weird impossible white man type of movie Mm -hmm. genre but they humanize him to the point of letting him die at the end which is like the opposite of impossible white man like um so i think the thing with him giving bond a family he's like the opposite of family you know he's the opposite you know as a motivation and of course they wrote it in the most bond way right he didn't know he had a kid and they bring up this woman from a long time ago and all this other shady shit but um yeah so i really did enjoy um the the balls that they had to fucking uh or the lips however y'all prefer to uh <laughs> to complete a complete a narrative circle over the course of these five films like um now it's probably because he said definitively i will not do another one of these and so they went okay we might as well go ahead and finish it out but right yeah i, I thought that was uh really ambitious what else did you like i like uh rami malik if i'm pronouncing his name right mm-hmm. i actually not trying funny i actually liked him more in this one than the previous one i enjoyed him in the previous one but i think in this one he still didn't have a lot to do but he actually served a purpose more than the last one that's when he was almost like a creep in the background type mm-hmm. of thing almost like the hidden hand it was like this time he, he we actually got more screen time of him uh, of him and we got that because he can act so we actually got to see him acting so i really do appreciate that that they didn't bring him on there just because of that makes i sense. didn't even remember him in the last one mm-hmm. I, he was in the he, last one he had a he had a small role in it yeah because he got away wow god it's been mm-hmm. that long since i watched these movies i guess wow i i guess i was supposed to recognize him from the other movies then mm-hmm. yeah this is not the first time we've seen this character mm, okay all right yeah i look if it was a snake it would have bit me because i damn sure don't remember this nigga. <laughs> okay yeah because yeah, yeah because I, he he was in a previous one if i'm not my unless my memory is bad i remember seeing him in a previous james bond i don't i don't know maybe are you thinking of um the other dude uh um um christoph waltz blowfield he was the one that was in prison and got killed with the virus 
no you think so you think okay yeah i'm on imdb I mean, and i don't see okay rami malik in the other film why i thought that i had oh i must be thinking about a completely different film then my bad yeah okay I yeah i don't see him in this okay uh, but so did you like him as a villain in, in this knowing that he wasn't in the other film then yes okay yes I, I i actually liked him as a villain i don't know why i thought that he had been the pre it, it, well see that's the thing about this movie that i was like you know it's very ambitious but uh not to get into the negatives yet but they had to build so much backstory that wasn't in the other films in this film that it almost made it feel like oh yeah yeah these guys have been around forever but like this love interest uh this kid rami malik and his story i feel like that was all just in this movie i don't okay. think that was nothing like they David never did Bill. anything in the past to okay, really I'm give us a, an illusion to and it was the only way they could write it because i'm sure they didn't plan this shit five movies in advance so Correct. it was the only way they could write it to give it heart and and you know they the same way they did with the skyfall thing and turned it into like this is his training this is m is like a a, a mother to him or, or whatever her name was mm-hmm. i forget her name but she was a mother to him the whole time and you just had no idea and so um i think that's what they've been doing with this with this series under daniel craig and i think it's really ambitious but to me that's one of the kind of shortcomings is five movies in you're building backstory that we never saw before and so it can be a bit confusing Mm -hmm. but um yeah i will say i did like blowfield coming back christoph waltz he's always good Mm -hmm. even if you just bring him back to kill you know but just him being like the moriarty to james bond sherlock holmes and and just hating this nigga so much and being so petty um and like literally accidentally getting himself killed by mm-hmm. <laughs> by 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 forcing james bond to like slap this nigga and shit and then the next <laughs> thing you know he got the virus uh so i thought that was but i just like that character so much and i like how once again they built him throughout the whole five movies and that that type of callback and finality to the storyline was pretty cool uh anything else you like yes i actually liked that uh madeline mm-hmm. uh was not a damsel in distress mm-hmm. i actually really enjoyed that she could take care of her own she could handle her own and she wasn't somebody that just needed to be saved by james bond yeah and i would say the same thing for nomi as well mm-hmm. uh lashana lynch i thought she played a great 007 even though it's kind of a fake out but i mean it's that thing where i understand i would bet if i listen to most not most a lot of black reviews of this movie they'd be mad that lashana lynch wasn't like uh that it wasn't her movie but to me i'm like five movies in craig daniel craig it's definitely gonna be his movie and he deserves a send-off right if they're gonna do something with lashana lynch in the future as a 007 they should just do that and then we can say she was introduced here and they just start the next movie like that agree or if they decide to drop her overall and go back to white man 007 whatever they do i don't want to take hold it against the movie that she's not the main character because they still utilize her greatly as a secondary character um and once again she was never like she didn't become the uh magical negro in that she needed to die for james bond to get growth correct she had her own motivations um she was kind of not in the not in direct opposition but she wasn't like you know sipping his kool-aid like she was very much like this nigga you know um, yes 
and uh the other thing was she was very proficient and in the final action scenes and stuff like she was catching bodies left and right and i enjoyed that about this movie so i thought she was a cool character um and i don't know that they would you know just the powers that be would would, would hand the franchise reins over to her but if they did i'd be there for a movie starring her but uh i thought she was really cool and made a good like not foil but a good competitor slash teammate with james bond especially in the beginning when he was trying to grab the russian scientist and she was trying to grab him and, Mm -hmm. and that stuff i thought that was cool uh what else did you like i actually really enjoyed daniel greg like mm-hmm. i actually I really enjoyed him playing james bond i know james bond has been around for a very long time and i'm not trying to be funny he's my james bond because you know i know about the other james bond but i never really actually sat down and watched them like and consumed them you know to get the history and the nuance of the character so for me i'm like yeah this is my james bond so as far as i'm concerned you know this is one hell of a send-off yeah absolutely daniel craig i mean he's embodied the character for so long and it's one of those times where like you know daniel craig can act because i remember seeing him in knives out doing that southern detective uh you know why i do declare voice and you know it's something about seeing that and then going back to the james bond and seeing like oh he really did inhabit this character and he made acting choices it wasn't just whatever and of course it's light work quote-unquote acting choices because it's james bond it's impossible white man they're not right. going to get too deep but this movie and skyfall were about as deep as you can go with acting in this lane Correct. because you are presenting like history and loss and death and mother figures and being a becoming a father and all this stuff in the most lightweight you know uh, impossible white man way it's uh, did did you realize that was your child oh no but now i instantly love her and would give her a life for her, you know like mm-hmm. that kind of shit um so yeah I, I i thought that was good um jeffrey wright was great in this mm-hmm. uh uh send off for his character too because felix lighter dies in this film but you know he's been a through line since i want to say for a hot minute several yeah movies. i want to say casino royale yes. if i'm not mistaken so he's yes. been like he's been his partner and kind of in the plane in the background for years yeah the american cia guy um for a minute so uh yeah i mean i think you just had to give him give him all the credit uh for that uh because he was so good you know mm-hmm. um but uh yeah so i i i got it i give him um yeah i think i think he was uh amazing in this and you know you felt sad when he died he was more of the magic magical negro uh uh type but uh yeah so i i enjoy him as well uh anything else you like in fact the whole thing wasn't funny but Mm -hmm. they it was some forms of comedy in it Mm -hmm. which i appreciated uh because it's one of the times where like with uh uh the royal not the not the world but the uh skyfall and some of the mm-hmm. other ones they took out some of the humor and so when you take out the humor and it's not out of action i'm like okay the, the, there's nothing here to keep me but there were like times where people interacted and just funny things that kind of happened in the background they were actually made me laugh and actually pushed the storyline along with the action Mm -hmm. so that's what kind of bumped it up in my opinion Mm -hmm. because there was times i was like oh that's actually quite funny you know yeah yeah somebody uh put some comedy in it because they was like okay y'all and they always like they always 
that was one of the things i was gonna say from my positive to piggyback on yours mm-hmm. they always kind of do nail the like m and um money penny and q like that stuff this time of course we don't get our traditional like let's introduce james bond to some new technology and have him use that stuff and really do like this you know this fish out of water thing like oh this is a killer pen and then he doesn't use it that way and later in the film they didn't do those tropes because he was out of the agency at this point so Mm -hmm. there was no reason for that when they brought him back it was like in the heart of like the more serious moments so they didn't it was just more like help me track the villain instead of the like you know here's just here's your 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 bow tie but if you pull on this way it it shoots out a mist that does this like they didn't have those things but they still had a lot of funny stuff yes they did um so yeah i was kind of piggybacking on yours with that because yeah just that whole like the mi6 setup was uh was cool you know to see him back working with the bureaucrats and the love-hate relationship with him and all the people at the at his job and you know and and of course him being the unorthodox bond and all that stuff um i definitely missed uh i think it's dame judy dench who was in the Mm -hmm. other films i definitely missed her in this because uh she was like such the heart of the other films and her like motherly love hate for this dude Mm -hmm. was always so good but uh so yeah i missed her as m um another any other positives oh also uh something else i did like i like the fact that they did they made a smart kid they didn't make a dumb child like like uh their, their child that child didn't cry that child didn't scream that child was ruthless that it was hilarious uh remy malley's character was like uh um uh, they was talking to each other he was like uh well you can get lost she was like okay she just took off and just started running the opposite direction and I was like, oh, and I was thinking, yeah, if her mama's smart, her mama trained her really, really well. Right. And so it was one of those things where I was like, I appreciate them saying that her mama is 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 trained. So, of course, her daughter's going to be trained, and the daughter isn't going to be some helpless entity, you know, like, mm. like, like just crying and hollering and screaming. You know how they do a lot of times with most children where they just can't do anything for themselves. They's like, no, we're not going to do it. And I kind of appreciate that. I I appreciate that there wasn't a lot of tears. There wasn't a lot of, of parenting skills, quote unquote, coming in and talking about, calm down. It's all right. It's okay. Nope. They told us something and she listened. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was like, yeah, I feel I have mixed feelings about the kid, but yeah, I do appreciate it more than like the kid being annoying and stuff. So you're gonna put a kid in this motherfucking crazy ass situation. Right. I guess it could have been worse, but yeah, some of it made me feel like, like this is so unrealistic for a kid. Like, I can see that. it's clearly just like a plot tool to be like, I have your kid, but don't worry, audience, it's not gonna cry or act like a kid or <laughs> any of that stuff. It's no, it's no real danger. Um, but uh yeah another thing i liked is it's beautiful mm-hmm. they spent the money i mean it's a james bond flick every location it all this gorgeous, stuff yes. you know it, it reg- i almost regret not going to the theater but i got an expensive tv for a reason mm-hmm. and the fastest and internet come out, like at the top of covid uh no they kept pushing it back that was the thing <sighs> and they pushed it back so far that you know it was it ended up flopping anyway because they it's like they pushed it back it was supposed to come out of the top of covid and they pushed it back to where we never really were settled 
like yeah and people were going out only for marvel movies so this was not gonna make a billion dollars unless they put it out in the period where people really were like we're back in the theater for real for real yeah. not even now i think Mm-mm. if if it ever comes back it'll be years from now I agree. but i know they sold the rights to amazon which is how we watched it and they made a lot of money that way but uh yeah man i uh i think it's just the locales the people the fashions the all the stuff the, all the ridiculous shit the weapons mm-hmm. the 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 explosions uh the the action scenes all of it was expensive as fuck you could tell they spent way more money than they were ever gonna make on this film back mm-hmm. and uh as a send-off it was worth it and not to mention just the budget of paying daniel craig because yes, you know he that. famously doesn't want to do these movies anymore and yes. they famously keep up in the price of the brick until he, until he goes he all right yes. uh one last time but y'all got to kill me you know so <laughs> yeah he was like no 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 you don't understand like this right here is it y'all like I- i'm good i'm good y'all get another james bond yeah uh anything else for likes mm, uh, mm, not really but one thing i did want to pick it back on and i kind of talked about it i am a sucker for a good car chase scene and them riding around the city in that tiny ass car was flames like i really really enjoyed and appreciated the action and the scenery and the things that was happening around with the car chase scene because i don't know why a lot of people kind of not overlook but they don't take car chase scenes as seriously in action movies as they should it's like if you're gonna spend the time and the budget to have a car chase scene let it be more than us looking over at the top or looking over at the side or seeing and zooming by like like let's have some things happening around this car chasing if it's going to be a big plot of the action yeah so many things in these type of films just feel almost like coincidence like and of course they write it as like it was the plan all along but it's like nigga if one thing went wrong the whole plan would be blown mm-hmm. um and this film did a great job of almost making me feel like confused as i watched it as but as i thought about it in the subsequent days and got ready to review it i was like oh no 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 i see how that made sense you know because like the the virus that can target a specific genotype or even down to specific dna of one person or their family line or something like that like that's an amazing powerful tool and when they were going to use it to kill bond in the beginning and it's like oh the thing was supposed specter the organization that that spray was supposed to infect bond and kill him and leave everyone else safe and also prove how great a biological terror weapon it was Mm -hmm. and then they'd be able to weaponize it against whatever people person you know black people probably uh Mm -hmm. they wanted to to wipe out (laughs) and so brown people yeah yeah so so like that was kind of a a a interesting thing in this film that when i watched it i was like wait what happened did they make sense and then when i watched it you know when i thought about it i was like oh okay so yeah and then using that as a tool to keep bond away from his family and make him have to sacrifice mm-hmm. himself at the end and all that stuff i thought was really good um all right let's get into some dislikes then give me something you didn't like it was too long yeah i had um, that marked down as well yeah it was way way too long we actually watched this in like three or four sittings yeah was it was this, two hours and 43 minutes okay i about to say it had to be close to a three hour movie yeah. and so i was excited i'm kind of glad we actually watched it at the house where we could take the breaks because yeah if you're watching this and everything that's happening and going on that is a very very 
there's very few movies not trying to find out i'm willing to sit three hours and it's got to be marvel i don't mean no harm everybody else you know wrap that shit up b it would have definitely taken a while in the theater because i felt like it took a while because the other thing about this film was there's long moments of like backstory because they're introducing so many characters and the backstory isn't always that interesting to me Mm-mm. you know um even the stuff with rami malik uh character uh safine and madeline uh played by leah sado even that backstory to me i i wasn't a fan of it and felt like they kept going back to it to hit the emotional note of right. she owes him her life because he could have killed a whole family but instead he let her live and because of that he's like a father figure type dude to her and i was like yeah the math on that ain't math and i would just kill this nigga like yeah, i'm not gonna he- let him just keep fucking threatening me and making me do shit my whole life and her as a kid would have to understand he saved my life so therefore i owe him my life and even though i'm a grown-ass woman with a child i still owe this man my life uh, to the point of risking my child's life like it just like it felt so convenient um stuff like that and i'm like if you could just take all of that out and just make this a woman with bond's child that might be a double secret agent or something you don't even have to make it about relating it to safine and and this weird thing i don't even age wise i didn't even seem like remy malik was so much older than her to be like a father figure so it just felt weird to me yeah and that goes back to what you said before if they would have known that this was going to be their last movie they would have weaved that weave that shit in a while ago mm-hmm to make it make sense now and yeah. you're like you remember when and everybody's like you know what i remember that but because you're trying to actually cram it and introduce it for the first time in this movie it does not hit the same yes yeah, almost the same idea but to me uh it's the same thing you're saying but i thought they put too many ideas on the table and didn't take any off right it, like that's one of the reasons this film feels bloated to me it's just that there's so many different ideas and stuff that they just somebody should have streamlined this down and said let's just not do blank part of this right and i know they wanted to do a big i know they wanted to go out on a big you know send-off but it just there's so many scenes and so many locales and places where you're just like i don't even know that this is adding a lot to the story or that this had to happen in this location and they couldn't have just made it a phone call um and when the film is that long and it's not necessarily blowing your socks off every moment you start looking at stuff like that um anything else yes i do think i enjoyed uh the character that played uh, naomi no no me no me uh but i do think that her character was kind of a waste to an extent mm. um and it's one of those things to where uh i liked the back and forth i enjoyed that um and i i know they won't but it, to me it's going to be very disappointing if they don't when they do pick another jane bond and not her it's like she took the name not, i mean maybe this is me she took the name she gave the name back you know you know everything cool and put like this even if you started off with her and something happens and then you bring somebody else in to take her place just something other than okay now she's gonna go back to a regular ass agent now yeah and i guess for me it's because um i'm not i i didn't like if they would have cast a white dude 
as the new 007 because they were going to do that because in this film world bond retired so then someone else becomes the next 007 right i feel like people wouldn't be feeling that way right like if it was just taylor kish so like this is the 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 double blind of trying to be inclusive and have diversity once you do it it's never enough like and 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 i try to avoid this with the way i view stuff like when they cast her i never thought well she's gonna be the new 007 you know and and i think it's natural to want her to be but i just was like yeah that's just not what 007 is it's not how it's been unless they're gonna completely rewrite and change this whole thing this is gonna be more like a hey we added a black character we gave her a lot of lines and gave her some stuff to do but it's not her movie Uh, and i agree with oh and 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 it's not her franchise is daniel craig's franchise is five movies in Mm -hmm. so um i guess that's why i didn't receive it that way is because my mind never thought of it as yeah man she need more to do like no this if this would have been taylor kish as uh, as nansford the new fucking 007 i wouldn't have had no expectations of like well they better do more with him it's like no this, this, this like it's not his movie he i, I was shocked he didn't she didn't die because it was like yeah. you know i, I like I, I i figured they would have done the she's the new 007 she gets killed uh-oh we got to go back to who someone that got some experience please come back you know or something like that right. and instead she made it through the whole movie which you know i, I definitely wouldn't shake my finger at her coming back but Mm-mm. It, it just that i think that's why i didn't have that specific critique but i definitely understand a lot of especially black people are gonna have that one um a thing that didn't work for me david densick as the fucking russian scientist it's like he was out of another movie they, i don't know what happened they were not in the same movie he was in a goddamn comedy and nobody told him yeah. that, that uh we we not we not doing the Chappelle skit like he was cooning super hard and everything mm-hmm. but like just the way they wrote the character the way they kept him around the amount of like danger he represented in this movie and people weren't just killing his ass on sight yeah he was just getting beat and smacked i was like he's a goddamn scientist like come on and yeah and then like the way whoever wrote the lines for the character he didn't he's a fucking scientist but they made him like slapstick stupid where they'd be like um deprogram the bomb now and he'd be like deprogram bomb uh no they come they gonna hurt me or whatever and they shoot well i'm gonna kill you oh i guess i better do it or whatever it's like this is so fucking dumb and it happened multiple scenes with this dude especially the one on the boat where jeffrey wright's character gets killed Mm -hmm. it's so pointless and over the top i i just i i did not it's not necessarily completely his fault because i think even the writing for the character was bad but yeah i did not like him as a character i i agree and it's one of those things where it would have been different if he was putting his own then on the low y'all have been like oh he's actually the smartest person in the room he was just pretending and like like almost like a if if they would have had it where a uh switch flipped and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden he started kind of quote-unquote playing straight and taking out all that humor Mm-hmm. you know type of thing but no they they didn't do that they was like no he gonna be we gonna punch him and smack him and kick him around and and act like he's just uh, a nobody like i'm the dude that created one of the most deadliest viruses on the earth and word yeah so I, I wasn't a big fan of him anything else for dislikes i wasn't a big fan of the dude with the eyeball i thought he was a oh, waste, yeah. waste of a character because i'm like 
he y'all know me i like i like my villains to be scary there was nothing about this nigga that was scary yeah he had the same superpower as holding up a camera phone i mean yes because that's basically what they used him for was like this way i can see what you see and i and uh the main villain safine could use him as like a way to be like oh let me talk to dr bond pull you out you know and uh yeah and and they clearly were trying to go for the classic bond cliches you know uh like the dude with the metal jaw and uh and you know like there's always like a thing to do with the hat and shit like that um but yeah i i i I thought that was uh i'm with you i I thought he was wasted uh lastly i'm not that big a fan of rami malik as a villain i think if we're gonna go by underutilized i feel like he was underutilized he barely got any screen time with bond he obviously can't physically do anything he can't fight him Mm -hmm. um because he's like been poisoned or something he's already a frail looking guy that like when they have their big action scene at the end there's never any doubt like i think he shoots bond twice but you're like he's gonna clearly if bond even gets a hand on him he's dead Mm -hmm. um i mean i guess he succeeded in being the villain that kills bond but right. you know at what cost um yeah he just didn't seem like a very i don't know he just didn't seem intimidating as a villain and even his overarching theme being like i want to get specter i want to get blowfield two things that bond wants to get too and his motivations as a villain just it didn't make any fucking sense to me and even like his virus it would have made more sense if he was like i'm gonna sell the virus or something it just i don't know what yeah i i was not blown away by his him as a character even the stuff with the kid i felt like that kid was never in danger because he no. didn't seem like a dangerous dude right. in that type of way just agreed it, you know he, he had no he was he to me he had no real threat over the whole movie other than the fact that he had some weird mind hold over madeline where he could just talk to her crazy and she would do what he said which uh, to me was another like i don't understand why she didn't just shoot this nigga so anything else yeah um the the virus the virus to me was a mcguffin it's like y'all just made something up to just kind of move, move the story i understand but it was like okay guys like yeah okay like we and to an extent i understand because technology and things like that and science evolved so you had to make it so over the top that was justify james bond coming back mm-hmm. uh but it was like okay it's this big scary mcguffin yeah so um that was it for my negatives okay and, and one yeah. more they did this and something top gun did these rando places that ain't real y'all just be like in the middle of the other ocean in the island somewhere out the middle of nowhere yeah although i mean see to me it's different because they actually gave this place a location okay and they made sure that there would be certain like they were like the chinese government the english government this government they gonna this a this a it's the in it's the no uh fly zone type no uh aggression so they zone was based in reality yeah, yeah if we okay, bomb this you. there's gonna be repercussions there was real stakes in top gun it was like we're fighting ubezi bezebekistan or whatever the fuck and then they never show you anyone from that country there's right. no there's not even a lot of like dialogue from like a villain well, when you there. see it on the map yeah so i i think this is different no problem uh, and, I, and i guess because i'm like well we didn't see this on the map but yeah i, I agree with you on that one yeah because that's a real place you probably can find on a map uh, like right. islands from between japan china and wherever like you can find that place 
that probably exists they just didn't name the exact island, island or something right but um like they may have made up the island but they didn't make up the idea that this would have national anyway agreed uh international implications what what'd you score it i would give this a three three yeah i give it a i give it a three and a half like i i, I out of five it wasn't uh like it wasn't my favorite one of these daniel craig's it was it wasn't to me as as bad i like and i i get that other people enjoyed it you don't gotta write in but it was to me skyfall was a bore like mm-hmm. i was damn it slept sleep in that movie Ooh, yes because it was so much pathos and black and white and stylized mm-hmm. emotion and shit it, it just ugh. um but uh yeah I, if you had to rank this on your scale of james bond movies where would you put it let me see what's let me look at the list so okay i can send you oh wait i I think i can dm you the list um uh on twitter uh pardon us all while this uh takes a second but i can read them to you as well it's uh in order it's uh casino royale quantum of solace skyfall specter and no time to die see casino royale has to be my number one because that's the very very first one right mm-hmm. yeah that that right there is is uh one of my uh favorite ones that uh he did uh out of all of them uh, which one casino royale yeah that's my number one yeah that's my number one um i think that I think Skyfall is definitely at the bottom. I think uh, uh, No Time to Kill. No Time to Die. No Time to Kill. No Time to Die was probably number three. Uh, Quantum Silence, number two. Uh, and then uh, Spectrum. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and, and then this one right here would probably be one above uh, Skyfall. Yeah, I think I would go casino royale number one for me um probably honestly maybe quantum of solace my number two because it felt more james bondy um and then number three would probably be spec no number three would probably be no time to die then this joint and then well yeah no no time to die will be number three then probably skyfall inspector or specter and skyfall so it was in the middle for me so three and a half is where i would put it like that it's in the middle i you know i i didn't I, and maybe i'll have to go back and rewatch those other ones and right refresh my memory because it has been a while i mean he's been doing these since 2006 that's 16 years i was watching casino royale the other day and it was just psh, masterful they hold up yeah that one holds up for sure uh it's on netflix if y'all want to watch it as well i had to go check the other ones out at my own leisure to see if those match up but yeah i think that's how i feel right now let's talk about comments we got some comments on the uh a couple of reviews that we did a couple of solo reviews i did and of course top gun maverick top gun maverick 
uh, we got three comments Trojan scooter says i thoroughly enjoyed this film seeing val kilmer being the elder statesman of top gun and protecting pete was cool the scene where pete went to visit ice at home was emotional seeing pete flying the experimental plane left me with this question who would you rather fly your million dollar plane pete maverick mitchell or hal jordan yeah neither one really uh team moonwriter says although i enjoyed the film i believe it's due to nostalgia i enjoyed all the 80s songs the area views from the cockpit the middle-aged relationship with penny and how he was left behind instead the missus hadn't seen the first one so i rented it prior to watching this film overall how can i not enjoy old tom running real hard all over the place he was like the american version of jackie chan just running thanks for your review running 76 thank you thank you uh top gun maverick sandler agni says is running on two things nostalgia and updated cinematics i did really really fuck with it though having finished the original before seeing it in an unparalleled dolby digital i have to say i quite enjoyed the original top gun that's there's barely a story it's dated and low stakes i like the energy from the cast also the better scott brother tony rest in peace directed the joint um maverick is that and more to me because one of the writers on it chris mcquarrie was able to give it something to matter pete's conflict recklessness rooster being held back because of pete's guilt and the additional cast for stellar performers like glenn powell monica barrow jennifer connelly john ham miles taylor charles parnell bashir saladin ed harris and lewis pullman uh man you left jay ellis out even val kilmer i mean you named the whole damn cast uh even val kilmer got his flowers here with Cruz, and it was genuine and earnest the story is simple but at least for me i couldn't help but be enthralled by a spectacle as i mentioned i first watched this in dolby so i think viewing experiences vary on how it's watched mm-hmm. i saw it a second time on a standard screen that was somewhat affected my experience sans the wider screen booming seats and sounds it's truly an experience made for premium screens sort of like jurassic world dominion Lightyear, no way home and the batman to name a few yeah and i'm definitely like so there's on the one hand uh as much as i love the movies and stuff i wasn't going to see all these type of movies in dolby digital for all that shit you know mm-hmm. um to be honest even before the pandemic like i would not have went out my way to drive the extra 30 minutes or 20 minutes really if we're being honest the extra 20 minutes to that theater and with like the 4dx and all that stuff here right maybe if i really like something i'll spring for 3d if it looks really trippy but yeah, for, for me for me to go particularly the distance it takes us to get there yeah it has got to be worth it for us to make that special trip yeah but i do think it's fair to bring up you want to give movies the best shot possible mm-hmm. and all that the trip bells and whistles and films like this that's the best shot possible you yeah, know they, and, they make it worth the upgrade and a lot of people don't and since the pandemic i the bar has risen for me actually mm-hmm. to what i feel like i'll go to the best theater to get the best experience um so yeah these movies that i that i don't expect to be good movies no offense to the movies you name but you know like no way home i expected to be a great movie but uh Lightyear, don't expect it to be a great movie mm-hmm. jurassic world dominion don't expect it to be a great movie the batman i saw wasn't a great movie to me even like 4dx and all that and and dolby and and all that it can't save a movie for me it can enhance a movie that i already think is good or great but i like i'll i very rarely walk out and go i saw that in like actually the opposite normally happens i see something and i really like it and i go i would love to see this in the higher in the higher theater you okay yes okay 
um probably gonna be a blast on 4k surround sound at home with cruise dog being stingy about streaming this shit won't be paramount plus uh after 45 days yeah they yeah, yeah. it made too much money for them to move this fast Mm-mm. right with did with them he trying to make all the money he, he told y'all he gonna say the theaters one hand him and marvel uh spiderhead this is a solo review i did you can watch spiderhead on netflix not a huge bar says sandler agony but i think this is one of the better screenplays director joseph kosinski's been a part of i like the concept as lecherous as it is unfortunately i wish the characters had more depth to them we get so little background on them and we're spending time watching two people being tested to fuck for some nondescript porno <laughs> also <laughs> we can admit that chris hemsworth has range mm-hmm. we don't have to bs it anymore really enjoy him in this same for miles teller mark Paggio who plays the assistant to steve and journey smollett i just wish the characters had more range and the service level stuff we got had potential to be better than just fine yeah and for me man like i actually thought it was a bad movie but with great a great cast like you rarely see to me it is very rare for me to see a movie with a great what i would consider to be a great cast and the movie is, to me is like oh what what happened yeah that and hadn't happened in a long time like you know it used to be a time where that would happen more frequently but now you're like Mm-mm, not no more and for me um watching this movie the plot was so razor thin but it had a potential with so much like world building and stuff that could have been done off of it like it needed a bigger like it i rarely you rarely say this but it needed to be longer it needed to be bigger Mm. it needed more depth the characters needed more time together to build relationships so that it mattered at the end and i forgot to mention this is my negatives but when they escaped the silliness of the fucking fights at the end with the whole emotion chips and all that shit was so dumb like it really hurt the movie to in my opinion like that third act going the like kind of almost comedy route after you built up all that pathos and all that like darkness and and emotional angst and shit and then you go out with like this nigga flying to the side of the mountain laughing crying because his emotional trip was bro and them fighting people and one of the fights is like hey we could just give him like the popcorn or some shit and then he just stopped fighting i, I thought that was like people might look at that as clever i thought it really wasted the first two acts of the film um going with that easy way out i I really wanted something a little more substantial and i feel like you could have even got a sequel out of it if you played it right you know maybe the police show up and and they become aware of the secret experiment and, and these people's uh you like you could build out into the world bigger and bigger things with this on some like westworld shit and they wasted that to me the last one is interceptor um which is also on netflix sandler agony watched it he left two comments uh guess i like this movie more than you did but i do agree that it does have rough edges yeah i mean i think like i like i think i i even said as an impossible white man movie i could kind of understand liking it because it's just like die hard with nukes you know what i mean like it's very Mm. like simple and stuff but the things to me that separate die hard is like bruce willis is a great actor i I always tell y'all this what makes a great impossible white man film is not even the writing the action it's you need a star who has star potential star quality who really desperately needs a hit because they gonna act 
and that's why it happens in the great ones to me it's mm-hmm. like oh this dude needed this so he didn't bullshit with the script and he has the talent and the ability i'm not sure that the actress who plays jj in this i don't find her to be that talented of an actress you know um and it felt more like uh like giving someone a spotlight that they haven't that they can't really hold down on the big screen and netflix is just you know giving everybody shit so why not give her this um but it made shit could have even been part of the like we can get chris hemsworth to be in uh the inner oh we can get him to be in because he does a cameo in this and this is his wife who stars in this film so he could they could have even been like part of his deal where because i think he's doing the extractor and extractor too i think that's what it's called but y'all know what i'm talking about the one where he is playing an action star on in these movies on netflix and then he's also in spiderhead and then this movie he's is a cameo and that definitely is a cameo because that's his wife i mean it's pretty cool as a as a dude and a husband but uh, she wasn't blowing me out the script has pretty much been there done there with a lead who did what the screenplay asked of elsa pataki she wasn't necessarily good but she was decent enough i mean it's not every day you see a person stick a gun part in someone's eye a point for ingenuity one thing i will give <laughs> elsa and kara the film's only female protagonist that was a good fight yeah that one fight was good her real name is ingrid and she has done stunt work in numerous movies of all the fights in this film that one was the best structure if this were in theaters i might have hated it on site but i was mildly entertained for what it's worth i've seen better impossible white man film but i've seen much worse i forgot to add a key problem with this film besides predictable b-movie screenplay seeing this is matthew riley's directorial debut his rookie mistakes do show so in some of the fights yeah man i like like it's the kind of thing where like <laughs> I, yeah it, like maybe these all everyone in this film goes on to make something even better and you go oh yeah this is that like cult classic or the one you look back and go yeah it was rough but this is where the star happened but to me you could just see the like like the fight choreography was stiff uh some of the cinematography and and keep in mind like you would think or oh, they're filming it in this very it closed in tight space that actually means that the fights need to be better not like yeah, if you, go you be- have less room to fuck up because the continuity of the fight is easy to see like um like there's not a lot of trick angles and shots and shaky cam shit you can do when it's just two motherfuckers in the hallway yeah um but yeah he also wrote the script and needed to give elsa better disses yeah like yeah that's why i say i'm not necessarily blaming her i don't think she was able to rise above the script but like one of the scripts like some of her one-liners which is a major part of impossible white man like Mm -hmm. if you're gonna do impossible white man you need to be able to like nail the one line yeah like you kill somebody you need to be able to say some shit to them that that makes people be like you know like oh shit you know like uh like you you fucking blow someone's brains out and then you'd be like i guess he had a lot on his mind you know something like that (laughs) she didn't even have that and they were trying to be like these weird women empowerment one-liners which is you know i did appreciate them trying to make a nod to this idea of like sexism and stuff in this world and immigration like it was very like message and i like that stuff but they didn't nail the lines with the coolness um yeah i don't think this is what heroes look like that's exactly what heroes that's exactly what they look like um 
the here's another thing and this like this line is so long because you know i don't know if english is a first language or what but like just the delivery of this line was so excruciating long hey another thing never call a woman by anything other than her name not honey or honey pie or sugar or sugar pie or sweetie or sweetie pie not baby sweetheart hoe bitch and above all most of all beyond all else don't ever ever call her darling who wrote this black twitter right like that was that line to me that's too much it's unforgivably bad <laughs> like yeah i mean like, yippee ki yay motherfucker you know what that wraps up everything in a nice neat bow like it would have been better if she would have just kicked the dude in the balls and said i got your bitch right here or something right you know or like it was just stuff like that that i, I think the that is not her fault they mm-hmm. failed her mm-hmm. you know um uh so yeah yeah and they also did this other weird cop out that they do in all these movies where you have an idealistic terrorist at the beginning of the film and at the end they always make him evil because he's just trying to make some money because they they don't want to deal with what he was actually talking about so it's like you know he was earlier talking about inequality and racism and all this stuff in america and that's why he's doing it and by the end you find out he's just trying to sell some get some money from russia and you're like oh like i would have rather he would have been a bad guy with some like i wish he would have been like killmonger where it's like a bad guy with some morals it's like hey he's fucked up but he made some points this dude was like actually i just want the money um again he says uh her trying to diss someone comes off try hard and weird yeah again seen worse but yeah they can't all be like sam hargrave's extraction which i also liked uh uh which is chris hemsworth's movie also first time director but he can choreograph and shoot action he's a russo brothers guy by the way yeah i I, it could have been budget you know it could have been couldn't get the best stunt people couldn't get the best uh money for choreographers uh yeah yeah, and graphics and shit because like to me other than like her fighting that woman a lot of the action scenes come off like so stiff so but i'm glad you enjoyed it uh more than i did i'm I'm never doing these reviews to try to like shit on somebody else's Mm -hmm. uh you know good time and i hope people i I hope people have a good time even when i don't you know i hope y'all enjoy these reviews even if we don't always agree um thanks for listening and uh thank you for the comments everybody we'll be back with another sport movie review soon until next time peace peace